Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of experimentation brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project. Join our free community today at theawesomeladiesproject.com. Okay, so we are back again with Brandy Kincaid, and today we are going to talk about all the other cool stuff that we have on, on our plates algorithms, systems, loneliness. So, we're fed up with algorithms. I have a lot to say about this, but I would like to hear what you have to say first. So let's just jump in on the systems and processes and algorithms and all all of that jazz. Yeah. Um, So hello, let's talk about this really beautiful... Thing that permeates our brains oh my god all the time all the time I think even if we try to stay away from it it knocks on our door and every time I think I don't want to think about it anymore it pops back up usually when an algorithm changes and people are trying to figure out how to and I, most of this is stemming around social media which I just want to go on record as saying <laughs> I'm firmly in the camp of this is what it is. Like, I'm not tapping out. I might have moments where I'm like, Ooh, this is so frustrating, but everything that I'm doing right now is a result of me being able to connect to the world through social media. So yeah. Cool. Great. This is not the worst piece. We can make this work. Totally. That being said, (laughs) um, I, I'm, I, what I am done with, what I'm tapping out on is the, the chase of the algorithm uh the trying to figure it out and to navigate it and to put you know myself into it essentially what I'm what I would be doing every time it changes which feels like there's no rhythm is like taking that pair of jeans that I wore in 2006 um that tiny cute little pair of jeans like why do I still own those jeans and trying to shove my 2021 body into them Um, you know, squidging and squeezing and because they're cute and it would be great and it would make life easy if I didn't have to buy a new pair of jeans. Like that's what an algorithm says. It's like, look, if you just do this, like it'll make everything better. Like we're going to, this, this is the way to go. Everyone will see these things and we'll, the system will be better. And the truth is, is that's, that doesn't, it doesn't work for me. I don't think it works for most people. I don't think we need to shove ourselves in 2006 jeans because what happens is we spend so much time trying to figure out how to meet that new formula and how to fit into the formula that we forget what we love, who we are, what we do, because there's not enough time. There's not enough time to meet that formula and to do the other things. We might say it in the beginning, like, well, I'll do these three things because you've told me to. I will make sure I always ask people to save this post or whatever. Um, And then on the side, I'll share photos that are just like my dog on a pile of his toys. But the dog on the pile of his toys fades away because we spend so much time trying to figure out how to meet those other systems. And we know, we know when we've seen someone's feed that has just taken a course on how to gain more followers on Instagram or whatever. I'm going to use Instagram as this kind of sticking point just because 
to be honest. I don't really, I'm not barely on Facebook at all anymore. I don't use any of the other ones because I'm too tired and too old. Um, I just don't have it in me. Like I bodily don't have enough time for that. Um, I have to leave room for Murder, She Wrote reruns. So something's got to give. Absolutely. Um, But you see it and it might be beautifully crafted, but it doesn't feel real. And I'm not saying it's not honest. I think you can follow these formulas and algorithms and still be, you show truthful bits, but you are censoring which those bits are and when they go up and when you see them, it's not an organic kind of sharing. And I want an organic sharing. Show me your ugly, poorly lit photo of the breakfast you made. And then in the next slide, the next time you choose to share, show me your beautifully crafted layout of your art journal page that you like set everything up and it looks so beautiful and you took the time. Like, yes, I am here for that 100%. And I wanna see that egg that you made yesterday for breakfast. And I think we're, that's what we're at risk of losing is like the depth of what we can share and what we can do. Um, I think there's just this myth that algorithms will make us more appealing and more, it might make us more accessible, but even that, I'm not even so sure all the time. I mean, I think that the algorithms, even if you follow them to a T, I think that it's not going to come away how you want it to. Because I I have had times where I follow things where I'm like, well, this person's not showing up in my feed and they say it's because of these things. I'm going to do all of those things and it still doesn't work. Or if you just post it this time of day, everyone will see it. And, um, or if you do this number of hashtags, this number of times after you and put it in your description or put it in the comments or like, I really at different points when I felt like, okay, maybe I should just take one for the team and do this, not be such a stubborn Sally about this. Um, it doesn't always work. And so what happens is I get grumpy. I feel like I'm not sharing who I am or what I'm doing. And then I look at someone else who's just doing whatever the heck they want, sharing when they want good photos, bad photos, you know, laughing with food in their mouth kind of thing. And I'm like, dang, that person looks happy. That person looks glad to be here. Like I want to see their feed, not because it's all gorgeous, but like there is joy oozing from those corners and I'm going to seek them out. So the algorithm has nothing on that because now I'm going to break that whole thing down and I'm going to actively look for them to be part of my life, to be part of what I scroll through. And when I'm doing that, I'm saying like all those restrictions can't keep me from someone who is just pure who they are. And I just got to say, I think I'd rather be pure who I am than trying to figure out this like complicated system. I think you hit on a really interesting point. Well, I mean, you hit on like 10 interesting points, but the one that I want to tease out is you said that doing the algorithm things might make you more accessible. And I'm wondering what kind of accessibility, like it might make you more accessible in that it brings you to more people that Instagram wants you to see. Mm -hmm. but then you mentioned a whole bunch of things that made people more accessible to you in a personal way yeah and like that's kind of what we want though like that kind of accessible 
that kind of accessibility is like that feels like I mean they're both different forms of accessibility yeah like neither one of them is necessarily more valuable than the other to like different people but that second form of accessibility where like you are not necessarily like you're not being censored right that's I love that. Like, that's the kind of accessibility that I would love to see. Yeah. Like, the accessibility of a person. And, like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to see, like, all of your life. <laughs> you don't want to see my toothbrush holder. Right, yeah, no, don't, like, I don't need to see your bathroom habits. <laughs> but, you know, accessibility to a person to where a corporation is not censoring them in a way that suits the corporation's bottom line. Because that's what an algorithm is doing. Right. That feels genuine. Yeah. And I know we're both for accessibility in that, you know, in that way. And so I, I didn't even think about that until you said it and then you started saying all the other things that were important. But that accessibility to, to be able to perform your life in order for other people to see it mm-hmm. the way that you want to, as opposed to accessibility so that you can see, so, so, that, so that more randos can find you on the internet. <laughs> right. Well, and like, this is what I was talking about in, in one of the Daily Pages live streams the other day is like, do I spend the time and mental energy figuring out how to do reels so that more people can find me and the Awesome Ladies Project? Or do I spend all that time and mental energy on the newsletters and what I would really like to get into is text message. I don't even know what we call it. Do we call it text message marketing, text message newsletters, but like having a a list of text messages the way that I have a newsletter, because, Hey, at least all of those people will see the things that I send. And my as i'm getting older i find myself getting wiser in a lot of different ways about myself and one of those is i know my limits one of my big limits is I get very, very, very tired very quickly when I have to make a lot of decisions. Mm -hmm. And social media and the algorithm changes and figuring out what am I supposed to be doing every single time a corporation changes its mind about how I'm supposed to be messaging my friends, my people, 
that's exhausting. And like, I can't plan that into my business calendar. Like the, the machinations of a corporation and how they're going to exhaust me. And so like, it just makes more sense for me to kind of put the, the heavy lifting of marketing into streams where I know everyone who signs up for marketing. And what I mean by marketing is like, Kristen, you're going to have an event. Kristen, something's going to go on in the Awesome Ladies Project. Kristen, you're selling something that I might be interested in. Mm-hmm. Cool. I would actually like to hear about it instead of being 10% of people who hear about it, which it just tires me to think about like, oh, okay, well, you know, you have thousands of followers on Instagram and then 10% of them see it. And then if those 10% of people engage with it actively enough, another 10% will see it. And if those 10% of people will see it and engage actively enough, then it'll go to the explore feed and be opened up to, and dude, I love games. I am a huge fan of playing games, but that game sucks. Like that's just not like, that's not fun. Yeah. And it distracts us from what we really need to be doing. I think that's kind of the crux of um, it. You know, so I haven't, done a reel yet because I I don't have to I don't have the, the I don't have the bandwidth to figure that out right now um some people are doing them really well and I applaud them and I think this is what's great these tools should be a gift like great there's a new tool and if it fits you and it's the right thing for you and you can do it you know really well awesome you have this new tool to help your voice you know grow and expand um it doesn't have to be for everyone I mean I think about how long it took me to use stories it just I couldn't wrap my hand around it. I didn't want to be breaking up my voice in these two different ways. And it took a lot of us, I think, a way for it to, a time for it to work into our process. When it distracts us from being who we are and being curious and being creative and um, doing the work we really need to do, which is focusing on our project and the people who are wanting to be there, like you said, that community, that's where I think it becomes a problem. Like that's where I think it becomes something that is not useful because the algorithm will change again. And by the time it changes again, and the focus is not on what you just spent all that energy figuring out how to connect to, it's already gone. You're already needing to do something else. And so if you were distracted before, where are you gonna be now? Um, The consistency of who we are in this ever-changing space, I think is maybe the thing that we need to hold on to that we need to give ourselves space and room to be and share and grow and change. I mean, as we do naturally, right? It's like I've evolved and I share more of this now, or I'm really into this thing because it's a part of our actual process and not because someone said, this will make more people like what you're doing because that's not necessarily true. I might reach 10% more people or, you know, more than the 10% um, who, just they aren't for me, that, and that's okay. I am not going to be for everyone. Um, what I'm probably more going to be for is just word of mouth. Someone says, 
I love this thing that you wrote and shares it or just you know sends it to someone or links back to it. Those are the kind of connections like that's the that's the human algorithm that's going to support the undercurrent of what I do. Uh, and I think that it depends on what you're doing, who you're sharing to. If you are a company that has enough bandwidth to have someone who can focus on what the algorithm is doing and to fit the good material you're already producing with that or tying to that, awesome. That is so great. I think most of the people listening to this um, are not in that boat. Whether you're a business or you're just sharing your creative pursuits and you're not trying to market to people for income, but you just want to connect with more people. So the algorithm feels important. It's not always about a bottom line of money. Um, you probably don't have a staff, <laughs> right? Um, right. Like you don't have someone doing that. And so I'm speaking to that kind of area of you only have so much energy. Are you getting so distracted with trying to fit this formula that we no longer know who you are? I think that's the whole thing. It's like, right. And, and, and the time that goes into figuring out who you are on social media. Yeah. And I think I've posted, I don't know, five reels. Two I really liked because I was like, oh, I really want to play this song with this thing that I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Reels is the thing to do. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is a really great thing. And I'm going to do this. Another one was I sped up. And I, this this one pissed me off, man. <laughs> so like, this is another thing that was like pushed me off reels for a really long time. I thought I had the idea for the perfect reel. No joke. I made a page in my December Daily album. I was watching The Mandalorian and... It was the episode where they finally found out Baby Yoda's real name. And I made a really cute page with all of Baby Yoda's name and all of his names. And it was adorable. And it was during my uh, Daily Pages live stream. And it was like, you know, 40 minutes long. So I sped up the entire thing, mm -hmm. made it under 30 seconds. And I was like, this is fantastic. This is going to be really good. Set it to the Mandalorian music. Literally my lowest reels engagement Period. I, makes no sense. Literally doesn't make any sense at all. Whatsoever. I mean, it was about the Mandalorian. Everyone was watching the Mandalorian. It, and so... So, again, something that, in my opinion, and I posted it during, like, a normal time that should have gotten a ton of engagement. And... Yeah. So, like, was it not in the right, like, what, what did I do wrong? And, again, I have spent way too much time thinking about what did I do wrong instead of then spending all of that headspace being creative and, like, making more things that people would have enjoyed instead of the nonsense of the algorithm and, like, I know I made things that people loved. Yeah. Because that was, that was one of my most liked photos of the year. It was my most like one of my most. It was in like my fifth most liked Instagram photo of the year. One of the most commented post Instagram photos of the year. So I 
which was like, oh yeah, I can, I have the video footage of this. I can just turn this into a reel and it'll be fantastic. No, failed. My least engaged reel. So again, sometimes it just isn't. Right. And so we have these tools and we need to figure out how to best utilize them for our own whatever it is that we're doing. And like a lot of the people who listen to the show are just crafters. They, you know, have no desire to turn it into a business. Maybe you want to do something for the hobby, but you're just on IG for fun. Yeah. And one of the things that I love most about Instagram is just talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that we can just DM back and forth. And that in itself is valuable to me. Like, I love that we can have, like, old Instagram, like, an Instagram chat, like, old um, AOL Instant Messenger used to be mm-hmm. my favorite thing. I would get, get home from school, hop on AOL Instant Messenger, and then just chat with friends. And, like, that is valuable to me, having that connection to people. And the ability to just, you know, have little conversation, which is why I still really like posts on Instagram, Mm -hmm. because you get to have, you know, conversations in the comments with people, which is lacking in stories. Right. And... I mean, it's fun to be able to go through stories and see everybody's cool stuff and, you know, it's it goes and it's fast and it's whatever. But, I mean, sure. I am definitely citing my age when I'm talking about this stuff. But, like, I love, like, the old school interaction of the internet. Of, like, you post a comment? Awesome. I'm going to post a comment underneath yours and talk about your comment and how you liked this thing. And I'm going to add to your thing. And like you were talking before about how you find somebody and then you go out of your way to like interact with that person on, you know, on Instagram. And it's like, well, that's, that's kind of the magic of like old school internet. And I think it's so, I think it is also the magic of current day internet if we continue to do it and here's that i mean because this is the thing and i feel really strongly about this uh and i feel not just about not just about social media but about everything anytime we hear a voice that says well no one's doing that anymore no one wants to no one wants to read a long post no one wants to click on the link no one wants a picture without a video no one all these no ones we always see them popping up everywhere Um, because somewhere there is someone who doesn't want those things we kind of decide that it's got to be the rule or the law and it's not true it's not true what people want is to see someone being in the world sharing their life the joy and the grief and all of it um in the most authentic way to them possible, which means it's all going to be different. And we are going to seek that out. And that's what the algorithm 
and I'm not trying to get into an argument about like AI and stuff, but that's what the algorithm cannot hold is the humanity aspect, which says, you know, it's like everyone saying, well, you know, books are out. Nobody wants printed material anymore. I've been hearing that since I was like a baby. It's not true. It's not true. We're buying books like crazy. I'm literally sending old postage stamps in the mail and book cards. Like we are enamored by these things. People are starting blogs again. People are writing newsletters. Um, anytime we try to censor down to meet a mold, it's not true. It is true that someone out there doesn't want to read the fact that most of my Instagram posts have a large, you know, caption description, because that's just who I am. And when I try not to be that way, it's not always true to who I am. So there are people that that's not for them, but it's not that that's not for everyone. We invent problems because, you know, a formula or an algorithm says, hey, most people want this. Um, and I just think we miss the boat a little bit. We want our humanity. We want to look at someone else and say, oh my gosh, you too, you too, okay. And I feel like that's, but we actually have to do it. We have to push back and say, great that there's this algorithm and you're working on a system and you're doing whatever, good on you. I still want to see X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to go see it. I'm going to keep reading books. I'm going to keep reading blogs. I'm going to subscribe to newsletters. Um, I'm going to watch reels that my friends make that are amazing. And I'm not going to care if my other friends never make one ever, ever, because that's just not, you know, you mentioned um, that that reel that wasn't successful, the photo of it, you know, in the post was one of your most successful. If I look back, I don't put a lot of stock in that whole like top nine stuff because it's kind of a mixed bag. But when I look back on those, it's never the ones where I thought like, oh, I made this thing and I'm going to share it and it's going to be so well loved. And I've really like, no, it's just when I am in my life and sharing my life. Like we cannot plan for how we connect to each other except to show up. And so like, we just have to keep showing up. And it's not that we can't show up and try to meet some of these needs if we need it from a business perspective. You know, like I get it. You need to reach more people because you need to sell this product because you need to eat and pay your rent. Like that's the logic of that I get. But if we do that so much that we're not showing up as we really are, then why does it even matter? Like we're not, we're not really there. So that's kind of, I think we have more power to push back than we think. Um, and I, not by tagging Instagram and everything and saying like, restore the old, like they don't care. I don't think they give a toot about that. We can decide by actively making the choice to look at people's feed, to comment on, to just still live our life, to just still know that all of those algorithms are going to keep rolling and we still get to be here making choices and loving what we love. I think that you are absolutely 100% right. One of the things that I have felt called to do for a very long time because of the algorithm change was create my website so that yeah. people would have a place to share off of Instagram because one, when you're sharing your stories, sometimes social media is not the easiest place to be vulnerable. Yeah. Um, but more recently, because of a lot of these things, I have not felt 
that it is as fun to be a community member on Instagram as it used to be. Yeah. So that's why I decided to build my own app so that I could um, scroll as much as possible and see everyone's <laughs> pictures and comment yeah. on all of them. Uh, so that's that's happening fairly soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was honestly just a direct response to the algorithm thing. And it was one of the easiest ways to It was, it was after this Mandalorian thing, because I was just like, I can't, if part of my business has to be that I have to market using social media and tell, you know, get people on social media talking about my membership site and using a membership site and engaging in community. And if all of my people are on Instagram and my people aren't loving Instagram and the way that community is existing on Instagram. Well, hell, why not just build a different place for them to hang out? Mm -hmm. And so the terrifying thing that I'm doing is now building an app. And so the app interface is going to look like old school Facebook. Where you just had a wall and you yeah. see everyone's stuff on the wall and you don't have to worry about AI not showing stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can choose to see everyone's stuff on the feed. You can choose to see only your friend's stuff on the feed. There will be, well, there are groups. It's on the website. But in the app, there's going to be, you know, you can go into the groups and only see the stuff in the groups. And... This was because as a as a community leader, I wanted to provide a service to people where they could just come to a place and see all the stuff. Yeah. Because it sucks that you can't just go to Instagram now and see all your friends' stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't just, you know, have your blog list or your, you know blog readers like we used to have and just click on the blog oh there's a new post on this blog i'm going to click on the blog i miss that so much i miss feeling caught up with my friends lives and i know like there's like that little thing on instagram now where it's like oh yeah you're all caught up but true. I don't feel caught up. It's not true either. <laughs> I checked it. It's not true. It's you're caught up on what we wanted you to see. Well, right? Like, because that's... I was like, there's no way. Yeah, but that's not true. It it doesn't feel, it just feels, and like that feels fake. Yeah. And then like you're in stories and people are putting things in stories and it just feels Okay, this is going to be a really, another really old metaphor. It feels like when you're, I don't know. Okay, maybe this is not at all anyone else's experience growing up. It feels like 
when you went to the mall as a teenager and you got dropped off at one entrance and all the cool things were happening at the other entrance and by the time you got over there everyone else was already gone and it's just like there's no the only way of knowing if you're actually caught up and if you're actually getting everyone's posts is if you are subscribed to notifications for every single person right. and it's like i right. first off i can i can barely do notifications for like actual important things let alone every time somebody posts on instagram or stories yeah and it just seems so like the tethering that facebook wants you to have to its apps is wholly unsustainable for the type of relationship that you would like to have with the app. Yeah. And it's not fun. And all the other things now. Like, I mean, as a business, am I supposed to load up all my products and have, like, the shopping on the Instagram now, too? Oh. I know. Yeah, I don't even touch there. I can't. Like there, you know, it's there's no, I can't. But here's the thing. When you are creating this app, you're creating a space. So you're saying, here are the things that I want and need from the space. Here's what my community is saying they want and need from the space. And so I am going to create that space. And I think that's what we need to be doing. Whether, I mean, not everyone will be as capable as you are to make an app off the you know like you are doing something incredible because that is your skill set like that's your 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 toolbox um and I think we can do that same thing on small levels especially for those who are here for like social interaction and just to connect and like meet people and share their work um that we can do it even within the app it's like the the system itself and the algorithms that are created and change we feel so often like they're seeking to censor us or to kind of guide where we're going that we almost overcompensate and start censoring ourselves even more than those systems asked us to because we're just trying to figure out like what do I even do it's like having a new dress code and you're like oh okay well now I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna wear this snowsuit so that there's no chance that I am in any way and I think we just we gotta take that we gotta take that snowsuit off and we have to say, like, these are the things that you are putting in place that might be helpful, but I'm still going to do what I'm going to do, whether it be here or whether I go to this new space or I create this new thing or like I am still going to share all these photos or, you know, because it doesn't matter if you're trying to make money or you're just trying to meet more friends who love the same weird thing you're loving so you feel less alone it's still a desire to be seen by other people. I mean, that's the crux of it is you want to be seen. And the only way to be seen, to really be seen is to just show up as we are. Yes. And that's just not something we can calculate or, you know, we have to do that. And it, we, we aren't doing that when we're focusing so much on how we're going to do it. Yeah. Like we plan so much that we don't even then have time to get the thing done. Um, That's so true. I just, 
I think that I, I have, I wrote about this recently for something, but, and so obviously like, it's just really been on my brain, but I want to see more people loving what they love. Um, let me scroll past if it doesn't interest me. Let me, you know, close out that email if that one is not the one for me or watch the video halfway through. Um, let that be my own personal thing. Let it not censor you from deciding that everyone needs that same view that I do. Like be fully who you are and let people come and go. Um, I just, yeah, I feel like we've taken that censoring and just censored ourselves in a way that that to me is the most damaging piece. It's not the algorithm. It's what we assume the algorithm is doing or what we can or can't do with it. And we just start getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, and really we can be as big as we want. We will reach the people we need to reach. We just will. I mean, we just, we just will. We thought years ago when things stopped being chronological, which of course we're all still, I'm still grumpy about it. Like, oh, that's so annoying. I see a post announcing an event like five days after it happens. Like I get it. That's so frustrating. But we really thought the whole system was just going to collapse. Like we'll never sell anything again. We'll never make new friends again. We'll never. And it's not true. You know, I've met incredible people. Um, I've made things and sold things and and I just wish that I could get, if I was going to get something back, it would be some of the time I spent trying to figure out the right and perfect way to do something to meet the system and instead just showed up. I think that's such an amazing point. I think that's such a good point. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Crafty Ass Female and the season of experimentation. We'll finish up our three episode series with Brandy Kincaid next week. New episodes released each Monday.